coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. Live. What's up? What's up, brother? John, good to see you. Good to see you, man. Wait, wait, wait. Back at the podcast again. I know. I know. We're, we're here and we're a day late, but we're here. We're, we're here spreading the news, spreading the news. And, and we might have an opinion here and there, but mainly it's just news, news and facts. All facts. And so, maybe, so maybe some advice. We right. do, we do uh, fitness, uh, some sports medicine, some MMA advice. And uh, relationship advice, if you need it. I've been known to be one of the best relationship advice gurus out there today. And uh, who have you given relationship advice to? That's beside the point. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, is there a happy couple out there somewhere? There is not a happy couple. <laughs> or, But let me say, even more important than that, there isn't an unhappy couple out there. So that proves my worth. If you understand that. I got it. I got it. So relationship advice from John. All right. And 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 me, I guess. So what are we talking about this week? We are going to talk about the fights. There were some big fights. What UFC uh, was this? 250 something and change. 53. Yeah. 253. Yeah. And we're so talk. from uh, Abu Dhabi, Fight Island, big, big fight card. Yeah. So there was that. And then there was something we should talk about first. Do you want to talk about this first? I saw you on TV again. I saw the what? HBO Real Sports uh, edition. The whole thing? MMA weight cutting. Oh yeah, it was like God. 10, it was probably 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. Well, I don't With really... the you starring you and Ramsey and I take Pitt. No, I have no recollection, Your Honor. <laughs> I have no recollection. I take, I plead the fifth. Uh, so anyway, uh, it was uh, it was a look at weight cutting in the UFC. It was biased. I didn't like Brian Gumble's introduction at all. He, but Brian Gumble and and Don Lemon should actually get married, and they should do floral arrangements as a career. I think I think that's just perfect for them. Why why is why is a guy like uh, Brian Gumble anything to do with sports? Maybe softball tops, but. I think him and Don Lemon should do floral arrangements. So he he didn't say anything nice about MMA, but he didn't really do the story. He of just course did he the, wouldn't. He did it offends his feminine nature. So he he said, you know, he didn't have anything nice to say. But anyway, there was then after he did his little introduction into MMA and how terrible they treat their athletes, there was a section that followed Ramsey. Uh, Nijum, they followed him do his weight cut, and you were there for it. what was what was that fight? That was PFL. Yeah. So it was like a year ago, or what? I remember this was the million dollar oh, fight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think to set the stage, which they didn't really set, is he did get he was what a, a replacement fighter. He's a last minute guy for yeah. the PFL, which is a million dollar tournament. Yeah. So I don't know how often he he gets that opportunity. Yeah, you you don't, but 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 it's like I mean. If, if you got, I mean, somebody offered you a million dollars to, you know, to lose that much weight or gave you a million dollars to jump out of a plane, you know, I mean, you have the choice to say, no, thanks. 
right? So it's like, it's not forced on anyone to do that. So if you accept that, it's an offer that you accept, right? Without any forcing, then, you know, then you choose to make that weight. If you, it could have been the other way around, like instead of a going to 150, 155, it could have said, okay, we got to fight for you for a million dollars, but it's at 185. Do you want to take it? So, I mean, he could say yes and just keep eating and eating and eating, and that wouldn't be very healthy. So it wouldn't be that smart. But people don't talk about that side. They only talk about the weight cutting. Well, in general, in combat sports, you're cutting weight for an advantage. It's a size advantage. I think right. the point this documentary or whatever, I wouldn't call it a documentary, but the point that this segment on Real Sports was making was, well, everyone's cutting weight, so there's no advantage because everyone's doing it. Right. So but I would I would make the counter argument that not everyone's doing it as effectively. Um, so it's part of the game. It has been in combat sports forever, whether it's wrestling or boxing or now MMA. So it isn't unique to MMA. No. But, I mean, you've been around the fight game your whole life. I've been so. cutting weight since 1970, from 1974 to 1994. I was cutting weight. So they, so this, this, uh, this segment, they did go into the weight cut. They showed Ramsey's weight cut and they showed what he put his body through to go through this weight cut, which, you know, I wasn't there, but the way it looked in 10 minutes, it didn't look good. No. He's throwing up and right. he looked emaciated. He didn't look good. And then at the end, just to make it even worse, they show him losing <laughs> like one minute into the fight. But, but so they go through this whole weight cut and they, you know, they pose the question, is this healthy? Is this good for people to do? So, you know, there were some interesting things they talked about, but uh, they didn't show both sides of it because there's a lot of people that cut weight and they do it successfully and they're the not. The majority of the people that train, that, that have a camp, he was a last minute replacement. So to force yourself to lose the weight, go out of your weight class, a last minute replacement, nobody's going to have an easy time cutting, cutting that weight. But and it might not even be possible. No, and it's not, it's, that's not the norm. The norm is like Glover. Glover doesn't have a problem. He cuts down from, you know, 230 to whatever, higher sometimes, to 205. But over six weeks. Right. And, and how much does he cut in the last week? Because the last week is more water weight. Yeah. So, the last day. yeah, it's, it, it depends. And some sometimes they lose a little more in the beginning with diet. And then sometimes they wait till the very end with, with water weight. Um well, if everyone is cutting weight, does it make sense to, are you even getting an advantage anymore? If everyone does it, I think it's like steroids. Like if everyone does steroids, the only way that you're at a disadvantage is if you don't do steroids because everyone else is doing them. So when the UFC made the move to cut steroids and to test everyone, was that a good move or a bad move? Um, I, I think it was a good move, but, um, but, um, but but steroids. I mean, you gotta remember. You gotta remember a big difference is um, is that um, steroids are illegal, you know. So steroids are illegal. They're a substance you're taking into your body that's illegal. It would be like if it's cheating. It's making your muscles and your bone your bones denser, your muscles stronger and faster, and you heal faster. So it's like what it's 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 in essence like carrying a stick or a bat into the into the cage. You have that much of an advantage. Well, and here's the other thing with steroids is they can be detrimental to you. They have negative consequences also. So if 
you don't regulate it in a sport and you let people do steroids, now if you're the guy that wants to be healthy and not do them, you're at a disadvantage because you're the guy not doing steroids. This has happened in other sports too, whether yeah. it's performance-enhancing drugs of other kinds and like EPO. But if you don't do them and everyone else does, well, now you're at a disadvantage. So I like the, the cutting the steroids and then making sure no one's on them. Now there's going to be, like we've talked about it, a time where maybe people have some after effects and benefits, but eventually you run those out. Those fighters yeah. go away, and now you have a clean sport, hopefully. Um, and, and with cutting weight, there's that that isn't a, a factor because you're not you're not taking anything illegal. external, illegal or external into your body. You're you're making the best of your body. Like if you're just lifting and lifting and getting stronger and stronger and stronger, maybe you're pushing too hard. You might you might pull a muscle, you might strain a muscle, you might rip a muscle. So maybe you're training too hard. So maybe you shouldn't train quite as hard, you know, and then maybe some guys do better training hard, cutting weight. Some guys have, it's down to a science. They're not dangerous. It's not deadly for them. It just, it's an advantage because they know how to do it or, or and they're not cutting too much and genetic or genetically, they might be cutting a lot. Well, but you but can only cut can. so much. So you only have so much water in your body and right. your body actually needs that to survive. So right. But a lot of guys hold on to some, I mean, you, you can cut a lot of weight right away and then it starts getting harder and harder. And then, like you said, it's trying to wring out a dry washcloth. At some point you can't cut any right. more weight. Right. But everybody's, everybody's wetness of their towel is different. So some people can cut a lot more and then, re, and that, and the most important part is recovering it within the next 24 to 36 hours. So some people get back to a high weight. That the whole I idea of here is to be at the highest optimal weight when you actually get in the cage. That's the most important part. But in addition to that, if you are in the cage at the highest possible weight to get the advantage, but now you've compromised your body with not being able to rehydrate fully, there's debate on this, but what if you lose the cerebral spinal fluid that supports your brain and you haven't fully rehydrated your brain, you're going to get knocked out easier. You could, but I mean, so, some, so some that's guys, cutting so much weight where you're actually losing your, your fluid around yeah, your brain. And some guys, some guys don't even cut weight and get knocked out all the time. Right. So. But I'm just saying if you could put yourself at a certain disadvantage, if yeah, you're but, not the weight cut that we saw on HBO didn't look super scientific because he looked like he was cutting more weight than he could is right. what is and how was, they made it look like i said i wasn't there but that's how it looked on it was the last minute thing and he did make the weight he made it because he shaved his head right <laughs> he was 0.4 pounds they showed all this you, you know when a fighter's got a big head of hair and he has to shave his head to make weight in the last 10 minutes they're gonna use that yeah just like TV. people take off all their clothes the last minute and put a towel oh, he on. did that too yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. yeah there's 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 all kind of ways but this is my main thing with cut weight, uh, weight cutting. It can be dangerous. It's not always. Getting really a, a lot stronger can be dangerous, not always. But the, the thing that I, I, I feel is it should be the fighter's choice to make whatever weight he thinks he can make. If he can't make that weight, right, then, then the, the promoter should say, you can't fight it this way anymore you got to go to the next one up. Well, also the promotion has to look at the fact that if you have someone that has a seizure and goes to the hospital like Uriah Hall or 
had or they look horrible weighing in they're being held up by two people it doesn't make their promotion look very good either so they're on the side of probably trying to avoid that kind of a weight cut which is the minority of weight cuts probably but it's optically it looks bad yeah yeah i mean and there's and they're not showing the parts of the guys training and training really hard and maybe getting knocked out in, in training or getting cut in training or getting getting injured in training because they're overtraining. so there's i mean there's all kind of things that you can do leading up to a fight that are very unhealthy. And it's been like that since, you know, hundreds of years since combat sports became, you know, came into play. So, I mean, it's a, it can be a very dangerous and de detrimental thing, just like jockeying, you know, being a jockey. But the, the, the thing is, once you start taking that away from the fighters' hands and into a governmental bureaucracy's hands, Things are only going to get worse, never better. Yeah, and there's always the law of unintended consequences where you're trying to do the right thing and trying to make it better, and then you end up with people cheating a different way and having other consequences. You see that over and over again with everything. So, yeah. you know, you have to be careful. That's probably why it hasn't been regulated yet is because there's probably no great way to do it. And, yeah. and no matter what rules you implement, they're going to end up being advantageous for some people and not for others. Right, like... So, like, as soon as they do that, like, well, you can only walk around, you can only weigh in at, you know, 5% less than you walk around at or something like that. Now, now for the 25 or 35% of guys that can actually do it healthy without any repercussions, they can cut down to, you know, 20, 25 pounds and then gain that back up for the fight. So that's going over that, 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 uh, that percentage. And they've been doing it their whole career with no no uh, you know unwanted uh, side effects now all of a sudden they're screwed you just said because this guy can't do it we're gonna wait you know we're gonna make it you know we're gonna lean it in his favor and take it out of yours it should be up to the guy just like well this guy hits so hard you know he knocks people out he put a guy in a coma so you know what where you can only hit at 60 percent now of your power and now all of a sudden it gives the, that guy a disadvantage so once you start taking things out of the out of the hands of the fighter, you know, a freedom of their choice, you're going to it's going to stack the deck for someone and it's going to unstack the deck. for. I someone. don't like the walking around weight precedent, like say you can only cut this much weight from what you normally are. I think what makes more sense if you were going to regulate it is within a week of the fight, you can't because at that point you're not cutting fat, you're cutting water weight. Probably these guys come in pretty lean after their full camp they're a week out how much weight can you actually safely cut in that last week and there's probably a limit to that for most people's physiology you're going to cause kidney issues and brain hydration issues and injuries and a bad look and bad optics and possibly medical problems if they were going to regulate it regulating what someone weighs during the rest of the year who cares because they may cut fat and and change their muscle composition everything else in their camp but how much weight are they really going to cut by losing water weight right at the end? You could say that, that, but then what about the guy that can cut 25 pounds in that time? How, how do they do it? They're I'm doing it like, and they're not. I've I know, seen, but so that's one thing that this real sports thing didn't but they're show. Not, there's no un, untoward uh, well, effects. UFC is, I think other promotions have had probably weight cut related deaths, but I, I don't think the UFC I, I've been doing this since 1974 and I've been seeing cutting people cutting weight in 
everything from the Golden Glove boxing, where we'd spit in a cup with chewing gum to try to get that last quarter of a pound out. And we were cutting weight with like plastic and, and down jacket and, and, and we'd be running the beach. We were cutting as much weight as we can. I've been doing it since 74. I've never seen, I've seen a lot of unpleasant guys who were very, they were in pain doing it. Miserable. I've never seen any, I've never seen any physical medical injury because of weight cutting. I've heard about them, but I've never seen one. So yeah, I mean, it, it would be a tragedy to see that. Just it would be. What, and I don't know Ramsey, but his weight cut looked awful the way they made it look. And that goes on for how long was he like that, where he's just completely miserable? Like, yeah, he's a day. Like, yeah, one twenty-four hours. But but I've also seen guys hit really hard in the head and terrible have going to seizures and then die, and that's terrible too. So I mean, taking well, away that one wrong doesn't. You know, you don't need to have two things wrong. We're at a separate. But why? I bet there's more people die of head trauma than weight cutting. Probably. Well, yeah. Look so at boxing. maybe we should cut back. Well, boxing, boxing is. <laughs> I know. Well, boxing is a real. Cold so thing. it's a dangerous sport, and people are taking choices, and and doing. Nobody's forcing them to no, cut the weight. But when you are cutting that much weight, because there's a million dollars on the line, you might put your body through things that are not healthy. And and if you get hurt, and you know you're you shouldn't be fighting anymore, you probably keep fighting and get hurt that way too. So we can't, I mean, should we just hold our hands? And No, I think, well, so far it hasn't been regulated. So, you know, it, this did come up again because in this fight card, one of the fighters missed weight by like five pounds. And I think Adesanya was upset because his one of his teammates was fighting this guy that yeah. didn't make weight by five pounds. And, and it, they gave him 90 minutes and the guy didn't even try to lose the weight because he couldn't lose any more weight. He was just drinking water. And then you lose 30%. So they try to punish you for not losing the weight. So there is incentive, too. There's a financial incentive to make the weight, for sure. Yeah. Um, and to put your body through an additional, probably, uh, trauma of trying to lose the weight. I think, for me, the big thing is, you know, for fighters that know what they're doing and are really good at it, that's one thing. For fighters that aren't really good at it or got in over their head or in a weight class they don't belong in, you know, they could put them their body through definite um, you know, trauma. So, and, and if it makes them more susceptible to injury, that's even worse. Cause the fight's going to be worse. Yeah. The guy's going to get hit once and get no, it's, out. It's, it's worse. There's no doubt about it, that it's worse, but forcing something and making the government big brother come in and make you do it a certain way, because there's a, a very small number of people that, you know, they have a, a, a bad, a bad, you know, response to the weight cutting uh, medically, I mean, now all of a sudden you're just so everybody now, even everyone that's been doing it fine, it hasn't affected anyone and you know, nobody's come and checked on them and, you know, you know, like big brother come in and check on them. They've been doing it fine for maybe 20 years of their, you know, sporting career. Now all of a sudden big brother's going to come in and tell you what you're going to walk around in a week before the fighter. You can't do it anymore. And it's, it's been working out fine for the last 20 years. But now, because there's some guys that maybe did it wrong and that didn't have the discipline to cut the right weight, the body weight, before they cut the water weight, that's, I mean, so now punish everyone because of that? I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's, it's tough. It's, it's one of those the repercussions. Areas. I mean, if you think about it, it could go on and on for a lot of different sports. Cars, they get in accidents because they're going too fast. Maybe cars in the, you know, Grand Prix should only be able to go X amount instead of this amount. So it's a, you know, 
they're going too fast. That's why they're crashing. Maybe they should be able to go 30 miles an hour. It would definitely cut down on the injury. It definitely would. But, well, so well, but you got to look at a sport like this. It's it's been elevated more and more every year. It's on ESPN now. It's more popular than boxing. It gets scrutinized more for safety. Yeah. And yeah, people are kicking and each other more in deaths, the head. And there's more they're deaths in boxing. And they're hitting each other in the head. But when you can bring in safety things like banning steroids, I think that's a good move. Like you said, it's illegal anyway. Should something be done with weight cutting? Nothing's been done. But I think it's also part on the camp. It's not just all that one fighter. It's his trainer and everything else making sure to take no. help him with a weight cut. Maybe if he's if 12. you see someone cutting weight, if he's weight, twelve and the and he's fighting a bitty boxing like I used to do, <laughs> then it's it's the it's the trainer's fault. It's like he's a grown ass man. He's responsible for his you know his uh, retirement. Make sure he puts his money away. He's retired for. He's in charge of you know making sure his diet is clean. He's re- he is responsible for everything. The trainer should direct him, and the trainer it's she is, is there yeah, for him. The trainer, but it's not on the cast. It's, it's the on trainer's the got life experience that helps those young fighters. Right. That right. helps guide them. Right, it's and part guide, of it's guiding it's is a one team thing, approach. But nothing co- should come back on them because they should be guiding them. But they're not responsible for this guy that doesn't want to doesn't want to uh, cut his weight. That's anyway. But anyway, anyway so know. anyway, what, I don't know. I Let's don't, leave Big Brother out and just let people be responsible. Take responsibility for themselves. When does a promotion step in when someone's weighing in and being held up by two other people? Do they? Where's it? There. Where's this camp? It, the promotion does have a responsibility as a business to not have people dying, and also for their own optics of how it looks too. So. I think I think it does look bad for them, so they might want to jump in on their own to do something. Well, the UFC they did bad. that on their own. They did the they did the drug stuff on their own. Yeah, so they, they should they want to do it. Self-imposed USADA on themselves. Yeah. So is the UFC going to self-impose some kind of weight cutting restrictions based in science? Who knows? Nothing's happened yet, but I wouldn't be surprised because they didn't look very good on on HBO. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't a, that wasn't even UFC. No, it wasn't the UFC. Yeah, so. They did not. They did not make that distinction. Although they did have some UFC fighters on there. Uriah Hall was on there, and someone else. They took through a weight cut through the Performance Institute that ended up having to pull out. She had a really bad weight cut. Um, anyway, it was interesting. It was yeah. definitely brought up a lot of things. It's interesting, but it was so biased. I, I just don't like that they didn't present both sides. Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, obviously, what the advantages are, and the, there's monetary pressures and everything else. So. And there is, I mean, to be honest, nobody's forcing anyone to fight at a lower weight ever, ever. It's just, it's never yeah, They want to make money and that's, if they, they go up a weight. Yeah, but they have a better time. You know, like you said, you want to weigh, you want to fight a smaller opponent. Right. So, so if you're, if you're, if you're that out of touch with the reality and you're trying to cut that much weight, that's on you. That's on you. You know what I mean? What's up? Uh, the podcast. Are we doing the podcast? What? Uh, uh, I'm gonna do this podcast. If you can set up for mom, your mom's class, can you do that? Thanks, bro. Um, but um, I don't know. I just don't like Uncle uh, Uncle Government coming in, Big Brother coming in, just telling people what they have to weigh in and what they have to do this, and because it's not illegal, it's not an illegal substance. They're telling people what they have to weigh and what they have to weigh in on. I won't be surprised if in the next year. 
there's some restrictions put on weight cut. Maybe yeah. they'll be self-imposed. Yeah, it'll be really hard if it's done by the commissions because they're different in every state. And every and everybody's different the way they cut weight. And taking that advantage over the guys that got it down to a science and just do it perfectly. And now you're going to take that away from them. You're taking. Does that make you a better martial artist though, having that skill? It makes you a better MMA fighter. It makes you better MMA. But yeah, in the sport Definitely. of mixed martial arts, to determine who the best fighter is, is yes. weight cutting. It certainly for self-defense isn't helpful. No, but but just like <laughs> it doesn't make you a better martial artist to be able to hit a little harder. Of course it does. So you should train that a little more. Does it help you to uh, be able to get that weight up and, and make it advantageous to you? Yeah. Does it does it make it better that you have better takedowns? Yeah. All that stuff comes into play and if all other things are equal the person that's a little heavier come fight night it will have an advantage all right anyway it was so what do you think about the main event so the main event from 253 was adesanya and paulo costa so this was a big fight terrible fight. it was a big fight um you thought it was a terrible fight terrible fight what made it a terrible fight because it was, it was just, it was a one-sided beating. It was Did just you know that that was going to happen? No, no, me neither. And uh, every time Adesanya fights, and then he picks the other guy apart, and and you're like, wow, he is really good. And then he has another opponent, and you're like, wow, this is going to be tough. And he does the same thing. He's an impressive fighter. Yeah, he's really good. He's a good fighter. Who's he? He's fought everybody. Yeah, he can. He's, he's just, fought he's, Whitaker, Gastelum. Yeah. He's fought. You know, Paulo Costa now, he's had big, big fights. Yeah, I, I, I wanted him to win, and, but I was 50-50 on if he would or not. Because I thought, I thought Acosta was, Acosta was going to come out swinging and outpower him. Or, you know, Israel would out. out what you know, what do you think happened to Paulo Costa? I think, um, I think Israel happened to him. He just I, wasn't ready for that. Yeah, the amount of pressure or... You know, it seemed, you know, those leg kicks obviously were a big part of it, but yeah, he just kept I, just kicking his lead yeah. leg. His lead leg was beat up. His, his lead, that was doing something, but I think the most thing was just his uh, his elusiveness. He was so elusive and, and just not there. And so it's powerful. When you got someone so powerful, but there's nothing in front of them, and all of a sudden it's gone, it, there's nothing to hit. It's like you get hit with this left hook, you pull it back like this. You got a lot more power than if you don't pull it back, but your but your target will be gone. So you'll just be swinging at air. So I'm not saying Costa was telegraphing. I'm just making a point that Israel was gone. And when somebody's hitting you and then they're gone, then they hit you again, then they're gone. That is very very discouraging and disheartening, and it's hard to deal with. And Costa did not have. Uh, he did not have the tools to deal with it. To change the game plan and to and to adjust. I so, I thought he would, but he didn't. He, yeah, he didn't, and it was a little disappointing. But man, the skills! Just watching that fight back. Um, yeah. And, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> and watching, watching the skills uh, with that was. Hang on one second. Can we? Hey, it'll be five. Ten more minutes. Ten more minutes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that, guys. You, you can do that. If not, whatever. No, no, it's still recording. Anyway, uh, the, he was impressive to watch. Uh, his antics, I'm not a big fan of. But uh, what do you think of that post-fight celebration he had? I think it was uh, I think it was homoerotic. Hold on one. Here, you keep talking about that. <laughs> the post-fight celebration? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, the celebration part, I was talking, I don't know what John's talking about, but I was talking about his breakdancing in, in the, in the ring. He had so much energy left after the, after the fight that he's uh, breakdancing after the fight. Um, he's an impressive dancer too. But anyway, um, I don't know. We'll have to see what John was talking about uh, for the post. Okay, the post fight celebration I was talking about was the breakdancing. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought his, I thought his grinding, I think a post fight, I think post fight celebrations are good as long as they're not too disrespectful and not when your opponent is knocked unconscious, you should never celebrate until they're okay. Um, I think his pre-fight antics are great. I love his walk-ins. I didn't like this fight because it's, instead of funny and, and, and witty, like he usually was, it was just kind of nasty back and forth. That's kind of douchey on both sides, but whatever. But the grinding of a downed fighter, grinding like that in a sexual way, I just thought it was like, I don't know what that homoerotic uh, on, a, on, a, on, on your opponent after the fight, I don't know what that means. Maybe there's a meaning to it. Maybe some kind of prison meaning or something. But I thought it was definitely... Awkward. I would imagine not a good look in Abu Dhabi for their for the fight event going on in Abu Dhabi. No. Probably not culturally acceptable there or, or, anywhere. or here. Or anywhere. But I was talking more about he had so much energy after the fight, after that part, where he's breakdancing and spinning around on his back. That's poor Ed Balakas is still down and yeah. he's breakdancing around and stuff. Obviously, he's hyped up that he got that win. Yeah, I, I a think... a very decisive win. That was not a fluke win at all. No, and I think that kind of uh, celebrating is is great. Um, the guy wasn't unconscious. He was just, you know, down. So I think him breakdancing and being Israel is great. I love I loved almost everything he did, does, and did. I just don't think homoerotic uh, gestures or grinding after a fight i don't know i don't know what it means maybe there's a meaning to it i think i don't think it has any place in any martial art uh sport um maybe. that brings up a question for me does ufc ever find their athletes for their antics yeah they do they, yeah they can get fined yeah i know they, in other major sports there's definitely fines that go down yeah even now like in the nfl if you don't wear your mask and you're a coach they find you so even though there's a full field and 20 some players on the field not wearing masks, if the coach pulls his mask on, he gets fined. And you have to have you have to have a convicted murder uh, or something a name on your helmet or something. Yeah, yeah the fines so. though. So UFC does fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if Israel would get fined. He's one of their biggest superstars right now. I doubt it. And I, I mean, maybe he did it just like. Just like it came out naturally, maybe that's scary to think. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what his, maybe a different, you know, from a different culture, different country, um, that that's like, like some kind of celebration. It, I just, I, I don't understand the celebration part of that type of gesturing or, or, you know, that kind of homoerotic behavior. So uh, who do you think he fights next? I don't know, man. What does the champ do at this point uh, when he's cleared out the division? Does he start picking his? Who else is there? Who else is in there? Darren Till. Who what did he say? He did call somebody out. Yeah, yeah. Was it uh, Cannoneer? Cannoneer. He said he wants to fight Cannoneer. Uh, Cannoneer's got to fight. I think he's fighting Whitaker. 
Yeah, he says if he does well against Sam, he'll fight. And him. he's already fought Whitaker, so so who knows who will see Israel fight next? Cannonier. Uh, but it'll, I'm sure it'll be a big draw. Whoever he fights next, yeah, yeah, yeah. if someone can beat him. Yeah. Uh, and then the other, the co-main on this was a light heavyweight yeah. belt for the belt because John yeah. Jones vacated his belt. Yeah. So these are the top contenders, Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz, or yeah. however you say his name. Yeah. What'd you I, think of that fight? Was that a better fight? Uh, no. <laughs> um, when did that one end? That one ended in round two. two. Round two, yeah. like the end of round two. Uh, Dominic Reyes, I don't know how his ribcage was so bruised up, but my yeah. goodness that was a one again it wasn't a very good fight it was very okay first of all israel's fight wasn't a very good fight but it was a great performance he got a performance of the night okay and he should have uh dominic reyes and jan wasn't a very good fight but it was an outstanding it should have performance been. what i thought it would be more balanced fight so, right, but also. it wasn't it wasn't and it was all it was all jan and jan just dominated him in, in every in every the body aspect. Yeah, and they they were. Dominic and, Reyes had the bruise on his side, and then it, he got kicked in it again. But I couldn't believe someone bruised that fast, like right before your eyes. He might have had minutes. some kind of broken rib or something. It's something because he bled under his skin. He was so bruised; was, it looked terrible. It, terrible. it looked like someone like it happened the day before. Like it was it was so bad. Like it bled so much in there, and then he got kicked again. Then he got his nose broken. And he just got taken down. So, did did Blachowicz ever fight John Jones? Uh, did they ever fight? I thought he did. John Jones, but he wasn't done with the division if he's never fought. John Blachowicz. No, I think uh, I think he beat him. Maybe it was years ago. Because uh, was it? Maybe he won by decision years ago or something. Yeah, I think he stopped him, but I'm not sure. But I think. Um, Jan's record in the last couple of years is much is like eight and one recently, but yeah. before that he had a few losses. So um, I don't know. Maybe that was enough to make uh, John Jones come back and fight at light heavyweight again. Uh, so he, he already beat. Okay, so he lost, He got KO'd by Thiago. Uh, Thiago. Uh, well, that's going to happen Santos. in the light heavyweight division. Yeah, so he, he you're got, not going to be unscathed in the light heavyweight division. Maybe right? he didn't fight John Jones, huh? If he did, it was probably 2015 or. Older. Yeah, it must have been a long time ago. Well, he fought. Uh, he fought Sojuku. He uh, let's see. He beat Sojuku, and they lost to Sojuku. That's who Glo- uh, That's the fight that got Glover into the UFC. Sojuku knocked out uh, Corey Anderson and Jimmy Manawa. He beat. Gustafsson and Cummings, uh, but I don't see. A... Well, he's the new champion because yeah. the belt was up for. I don't think he did fight him. So, and uh, that was an impressive win with his power. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what fight he gets next as well. Yeah. All right, and uh, then did you, any other fights on this card interest you? No. That you saw? No. Some went down. That was a good fight. That uh, Dawadu, uh, the Kai uh, Kara France. Oh, and, Kai Kara France. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, he was out of New Zealand too, right? Didn't he lose? Uh, yeah. I think he's from Izzy's camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City kickboxing. Yeah, he, he got choked out. Uh, guillotine, I think. Um, and then I wasn't impressed with the girl fight. And then that, I thought the, yeah, that could have gone either way. The Dawadu and 
Zubaira, Zubaira. I yeah. thought that could have gone. I think it was way. a split decision too. Yeah, it could have gone either way. One definitely. of the judges gave, I think it was a thirty twenty seven for Akeem, but yeah. it was definitely back and forth. And Akeem was yelling at him and cursing at him in the third round, trying to get him to fight and walking at him and putting his hands down. And I think, I think the the Russian guy must have thought he won because he was just kind of walking away. And, yeah. And not fighting and not I, engaging in third round, which I don't like. You never know if the refs are going to, or yeah. if the judges are going to give that to you. I thought he was winning going into that, but I think the last round he tipped it the other way. I think him, I think uh, Dowardu just walking towards him, showing that he wanted engagement and the other guy wasn't. I think that, I think that played in the, in the, uh, in the, um, in the judge's head. I think Hakeem Dawadu, isn't his nickname like mean something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's always coming out with a mean look on his face. I thought it was kind of funny. He comes out, walks in the ring, he looks so mean. But then after one round, he just looked tired. <laughs> yeah. The mean look goes away when you're fighting. Like, uh, that's a, There's nothing. Nothing takes everything away quicker than uh, fatigue. Fatigue, and then you're not looking so mean anymore. You're just looking right. like you're tired. Uh, yeah. But he won that fight. I, I thought he won the fight. It was a split decision. It was pretty close. I thought, I thought it could have gone either way. So we got, you should be at fights right now for Glover, but do you, has that been rescheduled? Or yeah. Is that a, a, oh. oh, wait, maybe I should have <laughs> Okay, so maybe, I know Glover's, maybe Glover's got a fight coming up against, finally. Yeah. They yeah. both had Corona, so they got a fight now. Yeah. <laughs> You're both cleared. Yeah. So they probably just don't even test them anymore. So that fight has to happen. This is the third time it's been scheduled. They've each had coronavirus. Um, so corona thing drive. How did how did Glover do with coronavirus? He didn't even know. And probably the other guy didn't know it. That Alex guy, he ran twenty miles that day. Oh, one of his training partners. Yeah, he ran twenty miles that day. They tested positive. They're not positive just because they tested positive. It's a it's a weird. Well, I'll tell you medically. I think we've talked about in the show. You can test positive for up to two months or something after. Three months, I heard. It's like 60. I don't know. It's like up to 60 days. Maybe it's 90 days. But you can test positive for two or three months after you had it because your body killed the virus, but it's shedding virus particles. And the test is only testing for little parts of the virus. Yeah. So... You know, you're shedding dead virus and you're testing positive. Yeah, it's like John Jones with his... uh, with his testing positive, but they said it wasn't really positive for his uh, picogram. Yeah, picogram yeah, like, yeah, like seventeen picograms. So there's exactly. picograms of coronavirus, but it's dead virus. It's not active or infectious virus. Yeah. So you test positive, but to be on the safe side, like, well, you test positive, so we don't know if you're infectious or not. Yeah. So the test isn't that good. It's not telling you you're infectious or if there's a whole active virus. It's telling you if there's a piece of a virus, which could mean. <laughs> It's the whole virus, or it could mean it's all dead virus. And we're and we're actually just completely destroying our economy because of this. Well, the UFC's not. There there's fights every weekend. It's actually actually to be honest, we had a great month this month. Good for you. Heather's killing it. I'll, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you, we tried to go out to dinner in slow in San Luis Obispo, because we haven't seen our our uh, college daughter there for weeks. She's so busy. So we said, okay, we'll take her out to dinner. We went to Giuseppe's. I went up to the front to put our name down. Three-hour wait. And they have, they're allowed inside the restaurant. It looks like it's half capacity, at least every other table. Outside into half of Monterey Street is yeah. Giuseppe's and the whole alleyway. It's more tables than they ever had when they yeah. were open before. And it's a three-hour wait. They've got to be doing fine. Where'd you guys end up going? Went to Milestone, which is like, it's like Rooster Creek, but in slow. It's the, oh. same, it's the same restaurant. It's just different menu. Oh, yeah. 
Which uh, no wait, just go sit out by the road. Mine is always gonna my default is always fire sense. Yeah. So anyway, we got to see her and take her out to dinner. Um but they the restaurants are doing fine. I mean, they're allowed to be inside now because we moved down some kind of tier in Slow County where the red tier red sounds the worst to me. Apparently purple is worse. We're now red tier, so you can have restaurants open. You might be able to open soon. Uh and then uh <laughs> and then uh the uh red tier, I guess they can have 25% capacity, but Giuseppe's looked like it was half full in there. So I think they're doing fine. Thank God. They're, I think they're recovering. It's so a travesty. It's a travesty. This is going to go down in history as the biggest, one of the biggest travesties of, of, of our lifetime. You know where I thought you'd be right now, John? Where? They're on uh, must-see TV tonight, oh. watching the debates. Yeah. <laughs> You'll catch up watching later. I'm so, I'm so tired of stupid little things like, oh, the taxes. He's like, oh, please. Let's talk about real things, not taxes. No, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think what he paid in taxes. Oh, what Trump? Uh, yeah, taxes yeah. for the rest of us are a big deal. Yeah, they are a big deal. And any, anytime they go up, you know, it's like they go. They really go down. So, so like, what's the next UFC event? I don't know. When they got home. Oh, this is uh, the uh, card Glover was supposed yeah. to be headlining. It's uh, Holly Holm and uh, Irene Aldana are fighting Saturday. Yeah, and Court McGee. Court McGee's on this card. Yeah. So he had it, and you have to go earlier now, right? For uh, yeah, if you're going to Abu Dhabi, it's a two-week uh, ordeal now. So who's Court fighting? Oh, he's the main he's event on the undercard. Okay, so he's against Carlos Condit. Carlos Condit. Yeah. Carlos is thirteen and th or thirty and thirteen. They have and what's they have Court? Twenty and nine. They have similar records. Yeah. I don't know. Court's been training. He's always training, right? Court's yeah. always in training. He's always in shape. So we'll have to tune in and see Court fight. Yes, we will. Maybe we, we should do a uh, we should do a like like the you know play along with like. I think it'd be terrible. Why? Because when when your fighters are fighting, you cover your face and you no, don't. No, my it. fighters though. <laughs> like when just as fighters, we should do. What is it when when uh, Joe Rogan used to do that? I think you do. I don't know what you call it. Remember he'd watch the fights and because you can't show the fights while they're yeah playing. you just do a podcast or a live yeah like live. you're talking about it yeah you're talking about what happened end up talking about something else for three hours yeah all right we'll, well good we'll do that we'll do uh, that soon so everyone that didn't see uh, John starring on Real Sports it was, it was on Tuesday <laughs> don't watch it don't watch, don't watch it all right John yeah. till next time thanks.